other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. You do not have a right to sleep on the street. The Constitution gives you many different rights, or at least recognizing many different rights that come from nature and nature's God, but one of them is not to sleep on the street. And because of that, New York City, under both Democrat and Republican mayors, under all sorts of different police commissioners, have taken to dismantling homeless encampments, and in many cases, getting people that were sleeping on the street the help that they need. Well, that may soon change. Last month, the New York City Council approved a homeless bill of rights that would make New York the first big U.S. city to establish an explicit right to sleep in at least some public spaces. If Mayor Adams allows the measure to become law, it would be a tremendous departure for New York, which has for years sent police and sanitation to clear these homeless encampments as they arise. It would also run against the prevailing political headwinds in other places that have struggled with large numbers of people living in tents and other makeshift shelters. For instance, the Los Angeles City Council passed a broad anti-camping measure two years ago. Then last year, the city outlawed tents within 500 feet of schools and daycare centers and banned sitting, lying, sleeping, or storing personal property that would disrupt the flow of traffic on sidewalks, streets, and bike lanes. The changes in L.A. were billed as a compassionate way to get homeless people off the streets and restore access to public spaces for other people. That's exactly the point here. There's nothing compassionate about letting people sleep on the street. And for years, we've recognized this in New York. Public space means it's owned by the public. It doesn't mean you get to move in. If you're homeless, let's figure out why you're homeless and at the very least, get you into a shelter, get you into supportive housing, deal with whatever temporary assistance you might need, deal with whatever counseling you might need, whether it's substance abuse or something else. The solution is not not to codify the right to sleep on the street. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, another humpback whale washed up on Long Island. This marks at least the 17th time one was found beached along the East Coast this year. The 18 to 20 foot whale was found by bystanders stranded on the shores of Robert Moses State Park around sunrise. The Atlantic Marine Conservation Society said it was alert 
alerted to a floating whale carcass about one mile south of Ocean Beach on Fire Island before the massive mammal washed ashore. The cause of the whale's death was not immediately clear, but will be determined by the Atlantic Marine Conservation Society. This was at least the 17th humpback whale to die between Maine and Florida this year, something that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration dubbed an unusual mortality event. Seven humpback whales have been stranded in New Jersey and three in New York. At least 36 large whales, including four in February, have washed up along the East Coast since December 1st. A number of dolphins have also been stranded. The alarming surge in beached whales has sparked a big debate among politicians and activist groups, some of which blame the deaths on the construction of offshore wind turbines. A large percentage of whales' deaths have been attributed to other human interactions, like collisions with vessels. I want to be clear, I have no idea what's causing all these whale deaths. I'll tell you this, I think there's a real possibility it have something to do with the beginning of offshore wind construction. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it has something to do with the sonar mapping, if it's screwing up how these whales navigate or something. I don't know if it has something to do with warmer waters and climate change. I don't know if it has something to do with something totally unrelated. But this is not a mere coincidence. 17 whales in just a short amount of time all along the East Coast. Something's going on here. And rather than everybody retreat to their political side of the aisle or whatever interest group they happen to champion supports, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's make this a real priority on a federal level and on a state level to find out why these whales are dying. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local spotlight. Fair hike alert. The MTA plans to hike fares and tolls in August, according to what transit officials said at a finance committee hearing yesterday. The MTA has proposed raising the base fare of a subway and bus ticket by 5% to $2.90. Under the plan, one-way peak commuter rail passes would also increase by 4.6%. Easy pass tolls would increase as much as 7%. The agency may also get rid of its Atlantic ticket pilot that discounts travel between downtown Brooklyn and certain Long Island railroad stations. But they have proposed introducing a new $7 ticket for commuter rail travel within city limits at peak hours. The MTA has increased fares and tolls every two years since 2009 to keep operations afloat, but it skipped a planned fare hike in 2021 when the city was still in the throes of the pandemic. Albany finalized a state budget earlier this month that includes new revenue streams for the MTA, which has suffered revenue losses because fewer people are using the system due to remote work, but it also requires the agency to increase its prices and find other operational savings. With other fare hikes officially on the table, a lot of advocates are pushing Mayor Adams to expand the city's fair fares program to provide discounted metro cards to low-income residents. The MTA plans to hold public hearings in June so it can vote to approve the increase the following month. And these hearings are just a fait accompli. Of course, this increase will be approved 
But it seems apropos that this comes to us just a couple of days after some very interesting numbers that the MTA publicly released. The MTA, by their own admission, says it lost nearly $700 million to fare evasion last year as it unveiled these new turnstile designs that are meant to crack down on the practice. Well, we know what the problem with fare evasion is. People aren't being arrested for it. People aren't being prosecuted for it. How about before making all of us who take mass transit or drive, and I happen to do both, pay a whole lot more for the privilege of getting to work? How about you do something about fare evasion and get some of that $700 million back? Don't put another tax on working class New Yorkers. This is outrageous. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. It's 4 a.m. I'm guessing some of you are stumbling out of a bar somewhere in New York City right now. Well, why don't you go somewhere else? Well, if you're in New York, you can't, at least not legally. The mandated closing time for bars is 4 a.m. and they can't open again until 8 a.m. Most places don't uh, have the ability to open until 10 a.m. or noon, depending on what permit they have and in what neighborhood they're in. And I have to tell you, New York is supposed to be the city that doesn't sleep. Anyone that heard the Liza Minnelli song or the Frank Sinatra song knows that firsthand. And I think it's ridiculous that bars are not able to stay open 24 hours and restaurants are not able to serve alcohol 24 hours a day. For people like me and maybe some of you who work odd hours and wrap up our day at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., maybe you want to go with a friend or a coworker and go somewhere and have a, a drink. And you can't do it in New York. You can do it in Atlantic City. You can do it in Las Vegas. You can do it in several other cities around the country. But for some reason, the city that doesn't sleep doesn't give New Yorkers the option to have a drink. When I saw Eric Adams a month or two ago, and I ran into him, and I said, Mr. Mayor, I know you're always out until all hours of the day. Don't you think it would be nice if people could go and have a drink after 4 a.m.? And he said he agreed with me. But later I learned that he just tells everybody that he agrees with them. So I don't know if uh, the mayor is going to do anything about it, but I'm going to be reaching out to my city council people as well and urging them to make this change. Uh, this happened to me last Friday. I got off the air. Uh, Marlena and I wanted to go have a drink around 630 in the morning. We went to a diner that serves wine, serves mimosas, serves Buddy Mary's. They wouldn't give us anything. Because they said they're not legally permitted to. And I think that's awfully crummy, and that ought to change. Beam me up! To be continued.